together. Ready? Yeah. Legends, Legends and Training is a D&D podcast for adults. Comments and content warnings found in the description. Last time on Legends and Training. I truly appreciate your assistance, my champion. And he begins to bow. My name is Kalamesh. I believe they've killed Castio. And unfortunately... Maybe Echo too. And that fucking squawking bitch killed both of us. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say bitch. Now you have a bottle full entirely of unicorn tears. You can use this to bring one person back from death. Maybe we head to the shadow plane next. Robbing a belt of cloud giant strength. Uh, a dagger uh, filled with wishes. Um... <laughs> And three different rocket launchers. Um, he immediately wishes for Octavius back. There you go. Octavius appears back. I walk up, undo my hood. I can help. He looks and he's, who are you? I just came from the wilds. We're looking for someone. As the steed comes up from the shadow, I slap it on the ass and send it charging towards the door. Amicus walks over, starts to stick his hand closer to the lava. The lava isn't hot. As Amicus begins to stick his arm into the lava, the illusion fades away. There's some others that are from the material plane. As you guys are getting up towards the door, the stairs drop and turn into a slide. Wee! I... Go and sit on the slide backwards. <laughs> Amicus <laughs> sits down on the slide uh, as if he had just slid down, raises his hands up, says we backwards, and zip, he zooms past <laughs> Echo. As Castiel is wrecking the room, he's just, where is he? Why is he not here? What a fucking coward. Just this paper with some chicken scratch on it. That's not chicken scratch. I pass it to him. In the markings that you see, you can read Fool Castiel. You will not succeed. Enjoy this ring. And I turn towards Sionica. It's like, can you talk back with mom and see if she can help us possibly bring over their teammates? I just need to build up what power I have. Uh, the door opens up and uh, you guys see two figures come walking through. One in a kind of sleazier outfit and one that looks like a spider. Castillo, you're alive? Shh, pillow guy doesn't talk. Hi, I'm Dakota and I'll be playing Castiel today. <laughs> hey, Dakota, how about you chill the fuck out and let me get it started? <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Legends in Training. Joined as always is me, Judge that Zach. I'm your dungeon master. Hey, how you doing here? Here comes our group of cool friend guys and girls. Hi, I'm Dakota and I'll be playing Castiel today. Uh, he's so excited to see Pillow Guy. Speaking of which, hey, I'm Tyler, and I guess this week I'll be back to playing Sandira, possibly m more Amicus. He hasn't left yet. Sandira is an Eldrin warlock elf, and Amicus is a shadow elf, shadow elf ranger guy. Two character game. Let's go. Hi, I'm Phoenix. I'm playing Arania and Kix, so you can get the best of both worlds. You get the best of hey, hey, copyrighted. Let's go, Miley. Let's go, Miley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Take your crotch out at shows. 
And you do all the blow. Hey guys, this is Madison. And once again, we are here playing Echo, our wonderful grave cleric. I'm not ready for the sexual harassment to start again. We really need an HR department. All right, guys. So you are in the bottom basement dungeon of the castle. Uh, the portal has just opened and Sandira has come walking through with Arania. Oh, my God. Uh, Cass, there is... Echo, there is so much that we need to talk about. Shh, pillow guy doesn't talk. And then I give you a hug. There's a lot of tears. I thought you were dead. What? I thought you were dead. I'm not dead. When we were... We, we almost died. Okay, I mean, yeah, we almost there died. Were, There's a lot to tell on our end, there was, too. There was a lot. Um, I didn't have to kill my dad. Your dad's okay? You yeah. did that. Fuck everybody I, who didn't I, believe in me. So, oh my god. Sandira, I am so sorry. I I really wanted to be there. Well, w- what happened? So, come to find out, Arania and these guys named Woodsley and there was Octavius, there was like a bird and then a fox and then they went into this castle, uh Arania and Octavius did and they found him. He was just standing there and there was this crown over his head and we that was the crown, you know, he was not himself. And when they went to go leave, a big gun got shot at him from my dad and he's not like that. So we um I immediately was just like we got to go in there and get him. And so we had this other guy traveling with us and he was one of the hidden daggers and we got him to um who was it Doug Larry, this is Larry. That was Larry. You do know do Larry. I know who Larry is? You know who Larry is. He was a pretty <laughs> solid guy. He was he he was uh, a confidant for you every now and again. How is Larry? Sandira puts his hand on on Cass's shoulder. Larry's gone, man. Your friend almost got me killed, by the way. Just so you know. I'm really sorry. He but, was one of the good ones, and he was helping us sneak into the castle where. My dad was, and um, just by a roll of fate, he uh, he got found out after we were locked away with like a cloud giant, and the giants were under some sort of mind control from the crown too, and we were able to go in and remove that from the giants and my dad, and immediately Cudgel saw us, and he was making an escape, and I heard him say... As he opened the portal, I could hear Crookjaw, I believe, say that that they had killed you. And we immediately ran to where my dad was. He was fine. And the, the other armies from the Fae helped us extract my dad. And the giants were no longer under mind control. And hundreds of hidden daggers were just stomped by the giants because they, they all went berserk as soon as they realized they were under a mind control. But yeah. um, What happened with the crown? My brother made us this belt of dispel magic and Arania threw it to where they were gathered. And when it activated, it removed the magic from the crown. And also there was a portal to the unicorns that was closed. And it, it just, everything kind of fell apart for them. And of course, in typical cudgel faction fashion, he immediately turned tail and run. We all were able to make it back. And my dad immediately got to work. We opened a portal and found where they were keeping the unicorns. Um, and we went in 
and as angry as we all were, we we slaughtered them and let the unicorns free. That that's where we are. Everyone's back at in the Fey and we're all safe and sound. Uh from what I understand, my my dad's okay, but it wasn't without its loss of blood. Yeah, don't you like his new muscles? Don't his new muscles look great? He got that from his unicorn. Look Does how much bigger now? he is. Yeah, he's gone from like twink to twonk. <laughs> twonk. You yeah. notice you notice Sandira's vest is fitting him a little tighter than it used to. We might be the same bra size now. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Cudgel in in person? Yes. Um, and I cannot say that he was bad looking <laughs> for lack of a better term. I think you have different issues than I do, but we'll get to that later. What issues do you have with him? That I don't have them. Oh my God. <laughs> for those of the, uh, those playing the drinking game at home, that is another shot for Rania being horny. And then not going to do anything about it. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I wasn't there. You know, I, I, I do wish I, you were, but at the same time, I think it turned out the way it needed to. That that smoke trail that the raven could see, it led to my sister. A portal that took me to my sister. That took you or, you, or you went into it? I I was drawn to it. it, 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 it into it? I talk now. A lot's happened on our end, too. Um, I don't even know where, where to begin. Well, we can begin with the fact that we've been here for three weeks. Really? Three weeks? Yeah. How long were we out? Three weeks. No, like a week. Oh, y'all, don't worry about time. Do not focus that's on why, time That's here. why I'm saying we're three in, weeks. We're in, a bunch of di- we're in a bunch of different realms and stuff. <laughs> don't worry about the time because things are going to get weird and you're going to question things. Don't. Don't look at time. <laughs> if you bring in time, the people are going to start questioning time. We don't need the people questioning time. <laughs> so, you, so you found your sister. Yeah. Isn't she like right and here? She's like 10 years older than me now. She's like right behind you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> not you. <laughs> not you. She's oh. behind Castiel. I want to look past Castiel. Like, hello. Honestly, out the way, you. What's your name? In the moment that uh, one of you says something about Psionica, Sandira, a familiar hand places itself on your shoulder. Maybe not so familiar to you, but familiar to some people in this room. A scaled hand as. The mentioning of his love is stated. Hey guys. Immediately, no. Sionica meets eyes with her lover and says, Simon? And she runs into his arms. Sionica, I I told you that no matter where you went, I'd I'd find a way. I'd find a way. You you died. You very much <clears throat> died. Why, how are you here? He, he like straightens his back and he looks at um, Castiel and he goes, um, and he sticks his hand out to shake it. Sorry or thanks. Uh, I look down at his hand. I look back up at him. I take a step in and I hug him. Simon embraces him and he looks over at Sionica. 
who is st- still in the hug as well. <laughs> so now you have uh, both siblings in a in a deep hug. Okay, okay. I, I think I'm a little sore still. As I'm hugging you, I uh, I whisper in your ear. I goes, "I owe you my life." That's what I do, bud. That's what I do. Roll me a history check at disadvantage. Something to notice about Simon is he is still the same guy. There is this kind of fatigue to him. Kind of, he's, he's as if someone was killed and then brought back to life. You said it was disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Nine, nine. You can't, you can't remember too much up to coming through this portal at this point. You know, you woke up on a table uh, Sionica's mother was there. Sandira was there. Uh, Arania was there. And Sionica's dad was there. Simon doesn't really know. Uh, Sandira, I, I'm so sorry. This is Amicus and, and Simon. Amicus goes forward. Hi, Sandira. I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> hey, Amicus. <laughs> I haven't heard a thing about you. <laughs> oh, I quite like him. He's been the highlight of this entire fiasco. I do what I can. And Simon, Simon goes up to him and also awkwardly like stiffens his back and sticks a hand out and goes, nice to meet you. Yeah. And Sandira just after seeing the embrace between them two. Sandira actually already kind of knows Simon. You guys have been talking back and forth for a little while uh, the past little bit. Um, Sandira came in at the moment where Simon's revival kind of happened. Simon was brought to a table and brought back to life, uh, through the power of the maidens of light. They are, uh, they are very strong and very, uh, adept at what they need to do. And on top of that, Simon's body was still in very good condition. Uh, brought very quickly by uh, Castiel's father. And because of some kind of magic that was keeping his body from decomposing. Uh, Sandira, I mean, long story short, uh, Crookjaw shot an arrow of death at me and Simon took the blow at the last second and saved my life. And I think that might have been what you heard. Because... He believes you're dead. The last I well, heard. He, he did. He, he did? still might. He wrote you a note. Oh, he did. <laughs> he wrote you a little love letter. I forgot about that. It's There's a lot going on right now, but Simon's the reason I am alive. Simon, again, thank you. You saved my best friend. Echo would very much like to go ahead and use Eyes of the Undead. Just a... <clears throat> Verify that there's no hanky-panky going on with Simon walking around right now. You, uh, your eyes uh, uh, light a glow, and you can definitely see traces of undead on Simon, but you also see them gradually and very slowly uh, kind of dissipating. Okay. As if maybe it was a form of necromantic undead sorcery that got him to be alive mm-hmm. and his body is sort of 
getting itself back into like a regulated, actually living state. Like rejuvenating. Kind of, sort of. Simon responds with, it's a watcher's duty. And then he finds the closest thing to sit down on and plants his blade into the ground and just sits and goes, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Um, I mean, I'm a little shook right now. Echo, do you want to fill them in? Um, let me think. We have been traveling through hell, being chased by shadow abominations. That's been a lot of fun. They were disgusting. It was awful. Um, I think Castiel may have pledged himself to some unknown lesser deity that is currently trying to make a comeback. That's interesting. So uh. has his sister. I think it's a two for one deal. Um, let me think. You almost died, but you didn't. You died and now you're back and I'm still figuring that one out. So, um, so the, uh, so the ritual got was complete. It oh, was it's, successful. it's been fantastic. Um, very yeah, proud of him. Very proud of him. Um, yeah, because I, you know, <laughs> right before. Um, we attempted to sneak into the city. Um, that went about as well as it could. Um, I got shot in the leg by a ballista. Oh, wow. I knew I felt something. Um, and then, uh, I may be cursed, but we're going to get to that at some point. I'm not entirely sure yet. Or cursed your dad. God dad. Do you want me to tell the story or would you like to go ahead and take over? No, please go ahead. Sandira <laughs> goes, not a thing has changed. Not a thing has changed with these two, huh? Huh, Rania? Can I do the panther thing? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You went full <laughs> panther. It just, yeah. Do you transform? Yeah, now? Echo's going to do it. Just to fucking do it. Do you go That's full a, panther or do you go half panther? Yeah, half panther. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. That's a thing. Well, that's so cute, actually. Don't touch me. Uh... When Echo turns into a panther, their size, like, they're the tallest person in the party now. Wow. Are they muscular or, like, like lanky? Like, Bill. Not like, not like Leonidas, right? Like, not like Leonidas. But it's, it's an athletic, it's significantly different from, like, the little tiny thing that is Echo's sleeper build. Sandira taps... Like hits Arania on the shoulder. You know, if you practiced. <laughs> no, trust me, I'm going to practice. We are talking about the turning into animals, right? Oh, so yeah, I uh, sure. So we saved the unicorns. I met the unicorn in person. So you're like super juiced now, right? In a way, now that they're free and all that, you get like all your powers plus some. Yeah, it, I mean, look at him. I feel a bit stronger. Um, his name is Kalamesh, and uh, he did this. And you see me grab what is now a glaive off my back. Um, which, by the way, I'm a summer elf now. I look a lot similar to Tyrion. The hair is like red, skin is orangish looking. And when I grab it, you know, since we're in the shadow, I guess it's kind of dark. When I grab it, you see me light up like a more orangish glow and my hair kind of flows like fire and I take the blunt end of the glaive and I jab it into the ground and you see like this curved blade coming off the end of it with um the little red piece of fabric Pishka gave me right up under the blade he turned it into this (laughs) are you gonna let that one get stolen by a bear too oh no 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 and I uh I do the thing where I just kind of whoosh my hand away and it disappears uh, I got some neat tricks too. I pledged to the Shadow King. I cannot wait to find out what implications that has. I'm you know sure what? nothing bad. 
Also, apparently, the Shadow King was the one who gave me this, the Raven Dagger. Oh. This may be the important time to inform you that um, Kalimvor has a vested interest in this as well. I haven't quite figured that part out yet. And and yeah, the Shadow and the King? Thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I meant to tell you that earlier, but then, you know, so, yeah, I collapsed. My my dad's alive too, which I think you've met him now. Yeah, um, uh, not. But all the father, yeah, all of the fathers went out and on their venture to find all the kids, they found this lost civilization of people who used to worship this deity called the Shadow King. Wow! Yeah. And if you pledge to the Shadow King, he grants you these awesome powers. And I said, sign me up. Huh? Yeah, I. Uh, he was telling me him and um, Amicus banded all these guys together to try and. And get the kids back. It was, this is something. Oh, you want to see my neat thing? Yeah. And at that point, Simon like taps Sandir on the shoulder. He's like, yeah, the ritual was pretty gnarly. I didn't get to see most of it, but it was pretty <laughs> gnarly. <laughs> um, and at that point, you'll see Castiel uh, uh, step into someone's shadow nearby. And then he just sinks down into the ground. And then he moves around. I move around and... I come up behind you and rise up from the shadow behind you. He's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> and I tap you on the shoulder. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I could do some other things too, but uh, this, this space is a little cramped. I yeah. think. Some stuff. I could pull sh- a horse out of a shadow. Yeah, some stuff you can show Miss Buns. Oh. Ooh, yay. Sandira. Wait, what? We'll we talk. Yeah. No, wait. No, we've already done this thing. What's going on? Echo's shifting back down Ooh, to anybody. Okay. I go stand next to Echo as I watch Sandira. Yes. Story time. But <laughs> Cass, listen, listen. me and you. I'm Is listening. she okay? Sandy, Cass, Sandcastle. Okay. I saw Miss Buns before we left. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you're a dad. Yay! And the last thing I told her the day before we left is that you're dead. Yay! What the fuck? I believed I believed you were dead. Uh, Sionica looks and goes, "I'm an aunt. I. She's and, pregnant. And, is that even possible?" And uh, Simon goes, "I call Uncle." Don't, don't look at me. I'm not that kind of doctor. Don't look at me. I'm not that kind of doctor. With the way that bunnies breed, you might have quite a few of them. Aren't you excited? Well, we're, the fact that you're, an, this is Sandira again, the fact that you're an elf or, a, you know, we're elves. We only have like one at a time. So it could be like one big bunny elf, a belf even. Um, I, mm. I don't like that one. We'll, figure, we'll workshop that one. An Alfonso. Uh, <laughs> better. What do I do? We'll figure that out when we get back. I, the mm. <laughs> I told you it was going to be a good. What are you laughing at over there? Nothing. This portal is still open. Sionica looks at you guys and goes, "Well, um, it looks like we di- we did it. I uh, I think we should all go back to Noctis through here and just hash everything out there. The people of this town can get themselves set back up." And she picks up Simon, and she begins to start limping, limping him over through the portal. Not- Can I go back upstairs real quick and go smash that thing that's in the ceiling? Yeah. 
Simon uh, is... Kicks. Um, come on. Let's go home. All right. Simon uh, puts uh, Sionica's hair behind her ear. He's like, you've got a particular glow about you. <laughs> I almost had my way and he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and they all kind of smirk and laugh as they go through the portal. Um, your dad, uh, not too far behind, goes, Amicus. Yes. Let's, uh, let's go see our wives and figure out what we're going to do. Okay. Uh, I guess it'd be a good place to just regroup and get get some resources together and figure out what the next move is. I'm going to go destroy that thing. Do we need that thing? I know that they don't need it. But don't we need it? We'll find out. Is that, is that not the thing that's helping with, with the portal? Wait a minute. No, I'm destroying the other thing. Oh, okay, never mind. Amicus and your father, Knox, go walking through the portal. Dakota. Mm. What's your AC? <laughs> 15. Okay. Why? Make me a perception check at advantage because of alert. 10. Mm, not great. As everyone else has walked through the portal, you feel a chill up your spine. And as you turn around, you feel a dagger get thrust. And, and you catch it but a piece of it goes into your stomach and you hear, did you think it would be that easy? Yeah. And I need everyone except for Castiel to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Castiel, you don't have to make it. We know how much echo loves those. You need to make a 16. All right. Just going to read them off at disadvantage. You get nine piercing damage done to you. At disadvantage, it's just Sandira. Okay. Um, also, I'll explain. I'll explain the rest. Twenty-one. Second. You pass. You take half damage. It's a crit fail. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so you two both pass. You only take half of this. You take the full of it. Okay. Eleven points of acid damage as this hulking dragonborn with a with a crooked face that looks like it was bludgeoned at one point lets out this putrid acidic breath that's that smacks all of you um and as he does that he throws out this thing and it nullifies the portal and they both look at you the one throws you <laughs> over into the group as you all stand there um, with Cudgel on one side and Crookjaw on the other. And they both look at you and Cudgel goes, Castiel, it's not too late. We can always welcome you back into the fold. We're so desperate for new members lately. We just can't find good help, clearly. And Crookjaw, behind everyone, goes, You still want his ass? He's a traitor. We can't trust him. Come now, Crookjaw. He's been one of our best agents. Surely we can work something out. As he's pointing a dagger towards you. And as that happens, four hidden daggers kind of come 
looming out of the shadows. And you hear Sandira start to kind of chuckle. He's like, (laughs) (sighs) What's so funny? Must be hard to find good help under the feet of all those giants, huh? (laughs) Or how about the ones we, we slaughtered where you were keeping the unicorns? Could always find those for help. Or the ones that were skewered by a ballista outside. That was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the one we murdered in the alleyway. That one happened. No wonder they're desperate for help, Cass. You really made this easy. Well, we tried. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Okay. Dakota, what'd you get? 14. Sandira. 19. Arania. 12. And Echo? Echo got a 13. I am not doing well. (laughs) You're not? How are you so hurt already? Because we haven't rested. That's true. So storming the castle and all that damage I took. Storm the gates! Yeah, that's true. I know it was clarified that Echo was perfectly fine once we unlocked this panther shit. So Echo's great. (laughs) Echo's doing very well. Echo will do very well for a little bit. We start at the top of the initiative. Cudgel swerves his way in and goes to make a stab on Castiel. So as uh, Cudgel gets within 10 feet, I'm going to opportunity attack. Mm -hmm. Cudgel goes to sway and move his way in uh, as Sandira goes to make a strike. Not so fast, you motherfucker. That is a 23. That hits. That is eight points of damage. He nimbly moves... You av- he avoids a, a, a fatal wound, but still gets nicked as he goes to stab into Castiel. The thirteen gonna hit? Is the thirteen gonna hit? Is my it boss? Is my boss's little ass thirteen gonna hit? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh no! This is what I was worried about when I said it could be fast. I could roll bad. <laughs> okay, he goes. I don't in. break eye contact, and I just swiftly just roll my shoulder back as he misses. He, for a moment, you can see a break in his cool, stoic nature. And then he kind of snaps himself back into it. And then we move on to a legendary action. Cudgel looks at one of the hidden daggers and says, Do something! And one of them runs in and goes to make a stab at Sandira. 13? Nope. All right, it misses. And Cudgel starts to get a little pissed after that miss. I look at the hidden dagger and I'm like, you won't be the first one I've killed. Roll uh, intimidation. What happened? A lot. Ten. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. You notice some markings and, and this hidden dagger is just kind of locked in. He's not, he doesn't, it's not affected at all by what you say. Next, we move on to Sandira. It's your turn. I'm going to use a bonus action, all glowy and stuff. I'm going to set my hand on the Castiel, and I'm going to use a healing light. As oh, the yeah. fiery glow that engulfs me starts to engulf you, we're going to use 2d6 to heal you. You get six. Yeah, that's good. So I imagine as he touches my shoulder and I'm still making eye contact with Crookjaw, I just glow. And I smirk a little. I'm going to use my glaive and a hidden cudgel. Cudgel's the one at us. It's cudgel. Yep. Cudgel's right in there. All right. I thought Crookjaw was the one who swung at me. Mm-mm. It was cudgel. Does a 25 hit? 25 does hit. Fuck. 
Guys, no, please let my boss do things. <laughs> That's 12 damage. Do you do anything else? No, I've already say used anything. One. I've already used my bonus action. You go and you stab into cudgel again, slicing into him, and he looks like he is he is the facade is breaking. He pulls out another knife. Now he has two daggers in hand, and he goes to stab into you. He's using a legendary action to make a second uh, or an extra attack onto you. Fuck you! Fuck you! You better get fuck some new this, dice. Fuck this fucking game, dude. Fuck Dungeons and Dragons, and fuck you, dude. Anyway, Cudgel misses. He rolls about a, I think a ten. Yeah, Does a ten so, hit? So I hold on. Wait. Does a ten hit? Though? No. Okay, well, so whatever. I swing at him, and as he brings that around to my, I'm guessing, my ribs, I use the back end of the glaive to knock his hand away. That glaive is glowing. He should know what the fuck is up, dude. <laughs> he should know what it is. Hell yeah. He's pissed. He, he's like, you think you're all better than me? I'll show you. It moves to Crookjaw. Crookjaw comes humbling up to over to Arania and Echo. And uh, you see him pull this giant club from his back, and he goes to swing with it. Why didn't we get the other one? Because <laughs> you flirt with him. Yeah. <laughs> i charm my way out of this. Does a, does a 10 hit? <laughs> no. Oh, he's got multi-attack, though. He's got multi-attack now. <laughs> does a... No. Does a 14 hit Echo? You know a 14 doesn't no. hit Echo. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> no, no, it'd be the shield coming up. Just the fucking clock. How does Aranya avoid the, the great club coming and hitting her? A very, um, a very delicate and graceful steps aside. He swings and misses, and then he, in a fury, goes to swing on the little changeling and clangs against the shield, surprisingly strong <laughs> stance as he snaps and snarls, and it moves on to Castio. With my eye contact with Cudgel, I tell him, I believe there's a debt to be repaid. Okay. And then I... Zach, you're actually crying! <laughs> Okay, be nice. Be gentle. I'll be, be back gentle. for you. And I'll bonus action disengage. <laughs> I'll run up behind Crookjaw. And as I, I run up behind him, and I am going to take my raven dagger and slam it into his left shoulder and drag it across the top. Okay, roll. Is a 22 hit? Yeah, you have sneak attack because he's <laughs> surrounded by your other two friends. Oh, yes. Guys, they were going to be so cool. <laughs> Ooh, well, and I have elven accuracy. Yeah, and you have elven accuracy. That doesn't matter because you're not rolling with advantage, but it is a thing. Oh, yeah, that's only with advantage. Uh, that is... Eight points of dagger damage. Echo's your turn. It's Echo's turn. Cool. Echo is, um, he's right there, right? Like, Crookjaw is right fucking there. Crookjaw is right in your shit. Yeah, one of those, like, blackened hands is just gonna snatch out 
and just like, you know, like those horror movies where it's like straight to the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're just inflicting wounds. That is the melee spell attack. Is that? Does a 17 hit? Yeah. Cool. 13 points of necrotic damage. Roll me an extra d10, please. Okay. It's a 10. Fuck you! <laughs> That's 23. Of necrotic damage, yes. Fine, okay. As Echo goes to attack Crookjaw and does the necrotic hand, you notice that the necrotic feels good. Oh, fuck. And you can feel that when it pumps through you, there's this extra juice coming from something. And that's why that extra damage happened. Rania, it's your turn. Um, can I activate my halo of spores? Sure. How does that work? Surrounded by an invisible necrotic spore, when you unleash them on a creature nearby, use your reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage to the creature unless it succeeds a constitution saving throw against your spell safety. Gotcha. Okay. So what does it cost for you to go into spore mode? Is it a bonus action, action? It's a reaction. Uh, when Crookjaw moves into her space, as a reaction, she can activate it. Like, for, like, flavor, the thing is that these things are always right. on her. They're always around. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. He nat 20 that. <clears throat> he did eat those up and go, nom, 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 nom. I, love, I love spiders. As he eats up the spiders. Okay, but now you have your action and your bonus action you still got, so. Well, then I am going to cast Infestation. (sighs) Okay, what do I do there? Let's succeed a Constitution saving throw. Does a 13 pass? Nope. Okay. 1d6 of poison damage and move, and you gotta move five feet in a random direction. Okay. Five. That's the first time I ever hit anything. He gets covered in this infestation, which I assume is a, like a swarm of spiders. Mm-hmm. And he begins to panic and run away uh, and runs directly in the opposite direction of the fight. Five feet. Because he did not control his movement, there's no opportunity attacks. Kids, don't get crazy. We are sending the plagues down upon this man. Next, the four hidden daggers. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) One of them goes in to attack Castiel. What's your AC? 15. Yeah, 12 ain't gonna do it, huh? Nope. Cool. One's gonna go for Sandia. How about a 7? Nope. We're gonna go for Radia. How about a 9? No. Who's gonna go for Echo? (laughs) I'm a 15. Meets it, beats it, actually. Did you read the where did you read the where tiger stuff? Yeah, does I don't think that affects my AC, does there, it right now? There's this very specific thing there. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the where tiger stat block. Oh my god, you guys, I am immune to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. <laughs> are these non-magical attacks? The hidden dagger ones are. Are they silvered weapons? No. No, I'm immune to this shit. They're just, they're just <laughs> low-level peon. So I'm so sorry, Zach, but it doesn't do anything. With the power of friendship. Nine. It would have been nine. <laughs> so what, does this shit just literally just bounce off of Echo right now? I think it it not being silver, it 
I think this dagger plunges into you. And when they pull it out, it just immediately pulls itself back in and heals. For people who have been spending a lot of time around Echo, they would know that they kind of do this naturally anyway, so they probably don't notice anything different. The guy who stabbed you definitely (laughs) does. Last legendary action. Does a a 13 hit anyone? No. No. God damn it. This is like his fifth single digit roll. Beats it, beats it for Arania. For a 13. Fuck you. There's three of you. Hold on. Let me roll a d6. If it's a one or a three. Or no. If it's a one or a four, it's Arania. Fuck yeah. Cudgel yells at Crookjohn and says, Hit them, you oafish buffoon. Yes, sir. And he swings down his great club among Castiel, Echo, and Arania and manages to make a connection on Arania, slamming into her shoulder and sending a shock of pain through your arm. And then he begins to start smiling and and Cudgel finally is like, yes, now you'll know pain. And it moves back to Cudgel's turn. Cudgel is going to attack Sandira, who is the only one left in front of him. Does a 14 hit? No. Okay. Next, we move on to Sandira. You almost got me there. I take the glaive, pull back, and I'm just going to go for a stab. Does a nat 20 hit? Yeah, it does. So the first hit at max would have been 16. That's 10, 26. That's okay. And then I pull that out, and I quickly take my right arm God damn at it. the other end of the glaive, and I flip it around to hit him in with the other end of the... Thank God Sandir hasn't casted, like, Hex or something. This would be fucking shitty. A 17 hit? Oh, Yeah. Okay, so now it's just a D4. I thought I just saw you roll that D6. I'm sorry. No, it's a it's a D4 now. So that's another 10 damage. Is that the end of Sandir's turn? That's the end of my turn. Legendary action for Cudgel. Mm-hmm. Takes out a vial, and he coats his weapon in it. His weapon glows red, and then it fades into this orangish color. Make me a nature check. 11. Doesn't look good. If you get hit with it, it could be bad. Of course, he does have to hit something first. (laughs) (laughs) It's Crookjaw's turn. Gonna swing his club down on Castiel. 17. That hits. Holy shit, you guys. I might fight him. I might fight him. Four damages. This club comes slamming down on your chest. Ooh, you say. <laughs> I wince a little, but I keep one eye trained on him. The whole time, Castiel's not stopped looking at Crookjaw. Castiel, it's your turn. As I take the hit to the chest, my raven dagger starts glowing this purplish hue. You've ripped up his shoulder, by the way. He's definitely torn apart. And then I'm going to summon a psionic dagger in my other hand. I'm going into his left shoulder again. I'm trying to lacerate and separate everything. So for the first attack, that's a critical fail. <laughs> Do you have a second attack? Only if the first attack hits. Wonderful. 
as you go to swing in that dagger, Crookjaw moves his arm and catches your hand, just narrowly avoiding the knife with his long dragon fingers, and looks at you and goes, You're not getting me with the same trick twice, boy. Then I go, How about this for new tricks? I spit in his face and then bamf behind him. Oh shit, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> do you do that? That works. Echo. Echo. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to activate my trap card. No, we're just going to bring out spiritual weapon. <laughs> spiritual weapon comes Yeah, out. we're going to go ahead. We're going to pull up the glowing golden shovel that I love. That's going to come out. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to hit Crookjaw with it first. Yep. Just smack him with the shovel. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, a nine doesn't hit, does it? Nine doesn't hit. Nice. We're coming back, boys. That's okay. That's okay. It's like tug of war, except I got fucked in the beginning. I'm gonna. Is that not how tug of war goes? <laughs> the the shovel's just gonna move to the other side of him and then hit him again. Does it have two attacks? Yeah, it does. Okay. I can move it and hit again. Does a sixteen hit? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, as 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 mentioned just a little bit earlier in the podcast, sixteen does hit Crookjaw. Hey, Zach, shut up. <laughs> what is it? Well, first and foremost, um, I rolled the wrong dice, so forgive oh, me. Okay, Give good, me a second. Good, Let good, me try good, that good. again. Let me try that again. No, I'm less mad. Right. Seven, force damage. Bah. Awesome. As you it slams in, you just smack him upside the head. Legendary action. Cudgel looks at Crookjaw and goes, "Use the vial, you fool!" And he takes a vial out and he coats his club with it and you see it turn this bright red and then it slowly fades to this orange this orangish glow uh everyone else if you want to make a nature check you can if you like that makes sense 10 that is a 21 on echo 17 echo and arania both know this is a very poisonous toxin that comes from a plant that if used properly is good for medicinal purposes like removing pain making it easier for someone to die uh, with less struggling but also uh, helps to put somebody under during like surgery it all depends on the dosage Um, these dosages that they've put on their blades are very lethal very much lethal doses. If they hit you, it depends on how much actually gets in you, but it could be very, very dangerous. Okay. Arania, it's your turn. I want to cast Thunderwave. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, can I target it towards Crypto? Does that work? Like, technically not yeah, in the center of you me? You know what? If it's a target and not from yourself, then I think you can finagle it in a way that you can only hit Crookjaw. It's uh, each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so it's just... So, so seven like, foot away. So it'll hit Echo and Crookjaw, but it won't hit you. No. That's a five on Echo. Yes! Crookjaw passed! <laughs> What is it? <laughs> what is what it? happens if they pass? Oh, um, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. Roll that beautiful bean footage. How much was it? Four. 
far. You're flying back 15. I'm flying to the side 15 feet. Trying to slam the staff down to try to like skid. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's the superhero so cool. landing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's Hidden Dagger's turns. One attacks Sandira. One attacks Castiel. 17. That hits. Well, I bamped away. Did they run up to me? Yeah. Okay. Three damage. The 11 doesn't hit Arania, right? At 20 on Echo? Yeah. Let's go. It's eight damage. It's eight damage? I'm going to go ahead. eight slashing damage. Fuck. Yeah. Um, God, I'm... I crit on the one it doesn't fucking matter on. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and cast Hellish Rebuke again. Okay. <laughs> so then, dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. That doesn't do fucking it. Fucking stupid. 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 <laughs> that doesn't do it. Where's another D10? Moron. God, I hate... That is, yeah, that's going to be 10 fire damage. All right. It is Cudgel's turn. Cudgel's going to try to stab Sandira. His blade is now coated with a very deadly poison. Ready? Here we go. Does a 10 hit? It doesn't. Isn't that so cool? Mm-hmm. I it's my favorite part is I knew it wouldn't, but you know it's my D, as DM it's my job to ask, you know. <sighs> Sandira, it's your turn. Sandira looks at Cudgel. Nice try, and I face step ten feet behind him. Okay. Uh, and as I do, since I'm a summer elf, he's going to take two points of fire damage. So will the hidden dagger that was just behind me as I disappear into like you know, falling embers. And then from 10 feet behind him, I'm going to smack him with the glaive. I'm so glad you said embers because the first thing in my brain was like Ghost Rider with the... the... Mm -hmm. I was thinking of like the singeing leaves falling down to the ground. The embers, yeah, we can... The embers and the singeing leaves. Was an 11 hit? Gotta be an 18. He looks at you and goes, Oh, good try. You almost had me. So as soon as I miss, I just get back into, like, attacking position because I'm waiting on him. That glow is hidden. Them unicorns is flowing through me. He, uh, he's going to use his legendary action to command the hidden dagger that's next to you to try and attack again. Ooh. 20. 30. That hits. Two damage. Two. Take that, bitch. And I'm not going to use my reaction. I'm saving it. <laughs> Because I know my reaction could probably kill this little guy. We have matching reactions now. We're buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Little hellish rebuke buddies. It's mm. so funny the the mirror reflection between both sides of the split campaign. Like literally, we just had the double misty step. We have we have the potential double hellish rebuke. There's so many weird redundancies in each s- separate story. I love it. Crookjaw's turn. He's going to go for Cassiel first. Ooh. <laughs> Natural 20. Ready? Oh, I'm ready. Make a DC 17 constitution saving throw. As you take 11 damage. 16. Okay. You take that 11 damage and you feel your muscles 
begin to start waning. They become weak. All your attacks now are at disadvantage. Okay? So, because I used my Banff and it has not come back to my turn yet, I am resistant to all for one round. What does that mean, resistance to all? Resistance to all types of damage for one round. Then roll that constitution check with advantage. Worse. Okay. So you this this toxin is very potent. Um, what you have been hit with would be enough to kill a man instantaneously, but your body naturally resists the toxin, and instead you're trying to fight it right now. You do feel your body getting weaker. You do have disadvantage on attacks. However, you only take five of that damage that was dealt to you a second uh, ago. Since that Banff behind Arania, did he have to run past her to get to me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he ran he ran away from them. So yeah, Arania, if you'd like, you can make an attack of opportunity. Do I only get like one reaction with the Halo Spores? You get one reaction per round. Per round. Oh, so, so you have it again. So can I I wanna Yeah, roll in the con check. He definitely passes. It was like a 17. Fuck, man. Fuck, man. I'm finally oh. using this shit, and it's not working. <laughs> Welcome to You've D&D. You've used it twice, yeah, and it finally. worked once. <laughs> Have you noticed Sandira in the past five? Oh, my God. Shut up with this. I was just adding to the conversation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you cried real tears. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you had one character roll bad. I had one, two, three, four, five, six, all Seven. at once. Roll back. <laughs> Can um, and I'm a axis of you, Zach. So my entanglement, right? Uh huh. Here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Listen, listen. How will she use entanglement today? So it says it has a range of ninety feet, right? All right. From a a, a point within range. Can I use that to make the vines come out of the ground but push them up 90 feet? Is that how that works? Can I do that? Before I say yes, what the fuck is your plan? So (laughs) I want to, um, from underneath him, use entanglement to um, grapple him and hold him in the air 90 feet because it um, is a concentration spell. And then when it goes away, have him drop 90 feet. So he's restrained for like whatever round. And then even when it goes away, he still has to make that like dropping damage. Classic dropping damage. Yeah, I don't fall (laughs) damage, sorry. Okay, so it's a 20 foot square. You have a range of 90 feet, so you can... You can shoot it out up to 90 feet, but it's a 20-foot square, so it'll bring him up 20 feet at most. Yeah, the 90 feet is like your casting range. You Fucking can cast it up freak. to like 90 <laughs> feet away from you. It was a creative ask. I it, is. It, it. it is. How many spell slots? If you want to put more spell slots in it, I might consider moving them up, but you definitely going to have to roll, too. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just keep them to see if I can still do the same thing, but only 20 feet. Okay. Roll me an Arcana roll. This will be a very much lower DC. Or nature, either or. I'm proficient in both. 22. 22? Wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, you cast this entanglement, and where most druids would cast, and it would lay up out about on the ground, your spider-like webs shoot up and create this massive 20-foot-tall web that lifts him up to the very highest point. And now he's hanging up in the air. Next... 
We move on to Castiel. Crookjaw is now 20 feet up in the air in a web of entanglement. How, how close is he to the ceiling? He is at the top as per Arena's request. Everybody he, wave. He is 20 feet up. <laughs> and we're higher on these vines. If I meld into shadow, could I come out of the ceiling? Ooh. Wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it cast a shadow? I don't know how shadowy this room is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can give it a shot. Cool. Roll me, roll me a dex check, acrobatics, something. Give me some kind of roll you're good at. Uh, yeah, acrobatics. It's a 21. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're out. You fucking... So I, I melt into shadow, and I, as I come through the ceiling, I want to uh, run my dagger through his left shoulder again. Okay. I love this pound of flesh bullshit that you're doing right Dude, now. Listen, this is so good. Could you imagine being held up almost to a ceiling and then just seeing a face come out of it and I a come blade? out of the ceiling upside down. Uh, I would give you advantage in the roll since you're being affected by the toxin. It's just a flat roll. Flat roll makes it a dirty 20. So that's does that still get the sneak attack? I don't think so. Uh, six points of dagger damage. <laughs> Magic dagger damage. We've invented a lot this session. Dropping damage, dagger damage. Magical reactions. You rip into his shoulder and you see as you are cutting through the tendons and you finally feel the of you separating the shoulder from the socket as his hand comes falling down to the ground and he lets out a roar of pain. Pay for that, you bastard. As he says that, I'll lean down to his ear. I've paid my price, and now you've paid yours. Now, roll me another contract. 17. Uh, let's say you do it at advantage again because you resisted the toxin when it happened. 17 was the higher. 17 was the higher. All right. You, as you're sitting there floating kind of sticking your head out of the shadow you feel a wooziness a dizziness you are stunned for this turn does he fall out of the ceiling he does fall out of the ceiling yeah can as as a reaction can echo try to catch him is my mechanical arm stunned yes so i couldn't rope cannon that shit correct Echo, make me a dex saving throw. Oh, you know, I hate those. Yeah, I know you do, but you if you want to catch a man. Those. Oh, that sucks. Actually, hmm. athletics, because that makes more sense for trying to run and catch something. Well, I wish I had kept my fucking roll from the dex throw. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that would be a 12. You can catch him if you want to take half the damage. Yeah. All right. You took 12, so six and six. You kept me from passing out. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a cleric. It's what I do. The thing that's causing me disadvantage on my attack rolls, was it necrotic? No. Okay, just it's making poor, sure. It's, it's, a, it's a toxin. I was just making body. sure. I'm resistant to necrotic You're as good. a shadow of, so I just want to make sure. What kind of damage did I just take? Bludgeoning. <laughs> Guess what I'm not- immune to. <laughs> Bludgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> Cassio's made a silver, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, mean, I, I, just, I put myself into a shitty corner just to do some kind of damage to Echo. Um, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whose turn was that shit again? Fucking uh, Castiel's. Was, that was the end of Castiel's turn. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo. Yeah, it's your turn, it's Echo. My turn now, Echo. Fucking <laughs> changeling <Cool>. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> What's the gender neutral term for bastard? We got to figure that one out. I think bastard is, is gender neutral. <laughs> it just I means you're safe there. Bastard is just a fancy way to say fatherless behavior. Echo I mean, is full of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Poor motherfucker, whichever. <laughs> um, Little shit. <laughs> so, first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just burn out my final. Second spell, sl- my second level spell slot. I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt on Crookjaw at second level. Okay. Which is a range. He is not looking great. He is missing an arm. Yeah, it's a ranged spell attack. Let me. What what do I add to that? I can't remember. It's my four. It yeah, doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's, <laughs> fuck. Cool. Twenty something. Yeah, it's twenty something. So there's two, four, six, twelve. Radiant damage. Um, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Spiritual weapon is still up. He's within 20 feet of its last location. I'm going to smack him with the shovel. Go ahead with it. Is it a glorious shovel or is it just a gravedigger no, shovel? No, it's a gravedigger. It's, so it's, it's a straight gravedigger. Yeah. Handle, yeah. It's rusty looking. The only thing cool about it is that it glows. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Oh, that might not hit. That won't hit. Yeah, the 11 won't hit. Uh, I have advantage. Wait. Yep. No. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The spiritual weapon won't hit. <laughs> um, cool. Oddly enough, spiritual weapon is like my worst rated spell. <laughs> so, you lay a blast into Crookjaw. And your spiritual weapon gets sent out and swings. And... It misses and misses, and you think that it's Crookjaw trying to dodge, but it's just the swaying of the corpse after the blast resonated. And as the swinging stops, it slips and falls to the ground next to Castiel, who can see him, and Crookjaw looks at him and goes, <laughs> You... Your kid's coming to you. <laughs> And you didn't even get to finish me off. Before he finishes that sentence, I put, I close his jaw, and I push it to the side, and I slit his throat. Roll, roll me, roll me something because you're stunned right now. Oh shit! Roll me some, roll me some kind of like constitution check of something. If you can beat a, a fifteen, I'll I'll let you move just for this little thing. No, it's a six. You still have the resistance thing going on, so you can roll with advantage. 17. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as he's sputtering these words, I'll, uh, I'll grab his muzzle and push it to the side. You don't get the last fucking word, and I slit his throat and let him choke on it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to sputter and... Is this how you treat your father? And he dies. Castiel lays there. The blood starts to pool a little dangerously high. Could Castiel drown in this pool of blood? 
No, I'm just kidding. Legitimately, that was pure adrenaline just to get that in, and then he just Echo's gotta support back him. up. <laughs> Cudgel not looking too well for wear either. Starts to look kind of panicked. Oh, don't panic now. Arania, it is your turn. Great. What enemy is the closest to me? Is it Cudgel, or is it one of the um, other hidden daggers? The hidden dagger that's been kind of riding on your back this whole time, kind of stabbing you. <laughs> oh. Everybody's had one. It's just kind of like, hey, I'm here. I've just been ignoring mine. <laughs> Every, so everyone, has, everyone has, except for someone did 10 damage. It was pretty good. Oh, I did uh, I did two fire damage when I faced just up. Just passively. Yeah. My, yeah, in the Hellish Rebuke. Yeah. Uh, can I cast Primal Savagery? Yeah. Um, Ooh. It's uh, a big word for Elmo. It's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> 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 uh, primal ma- magic that causes my teeth and my teeth to sharpen ready to deliver an attack alright make a spell melee spell attack against one creature within 5 feet of you on the target on a hit so I have to check pass it first on yeah you gotta roll it here we go roll roll that beautiful bean footage Beans. That was a five. Mm, you missed. Fuck. Yeah, you gotta try and snap and snarl at him, and he goes, "Oh, look out!" All right. Next, it moves on to the hidden daggers. Cudgel says, "And you guys are gonna hate me." But he says, "Hold them back, you fools!" And each hidden dagger is gonna go and engage with one of you and try to attack. Sandira, yours misses. Arania, yours misses. Echo, 19 plus 3. Yeah, it's going to hit. 2 damage. But it does nothing. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate. You gave and them that. Castiel, uh, 2 <laughs> rolls because prone. 19 plus numbers. It's four damage. I'm unconscious. Really not good for you. It moves on to Cudgel's turn. One of the hidden daggers gives him a signal in Thieves' Camp, and he looks excited for a moment. He clicks a switch on his belt, and he, Misty Steps, over to where Castiel is. He picks him up and he puts a dagger to his throat. The one that is still glowing orange because he has not hit a single goddamn thing this whole fight, cockfight. And he looks at you guys and he goes, all right, if you want to see Castiel ever again, I suggest everyone put their weapons down. I have the antidote to the toxin he is dying from and I'll save him in exchange for passage and he does nothing but it looks like he is ready to action if anybody tries to make an unsafe move towards him he is going to stab Castiel the two of you that made successful rolls on finding out the toxin if Castiel takes this second stab he is dead there is no if ands or buts he will just die no death rolls no nothing What's going through Castiel's mind right now? Do I still have my... I still have my psychic connection to Psionica, right? 
Is there a distance for that? I mean, with Sionica, fuck it. Yeah, you've still got you've still got your twin telepathy. I'll say that oh, it's one mile. I'll say that since you guys went through that ritual together, there's a, a different kind of bond with you two, and you can you could even talk over planes if you want to. In his head, he's a sigh. Sigh, are you there? Cass, what happened? Where? What happened? It's Cudgel and Crookjaw. I got him back. Hell yeah, I can't wait to see you. I don't know if that's going to happen, sis. What? What do you mean? I got Crookjaw, but I don't. I don't think I'm going to make it. I got him back. What? What is? What does that matter? What does that matter? If if we lose you, what does that matter? What that? And what are you guys gonna do? Give me the layout. So how far away is Cudgel holding Cass, and then where are these two? Because I thought that I had Castiel. Well, you also were like casting spells and yeah. all this stuff, so yeah, like it's it's assumably you caught him, set him down. And we're able to cast your spells. If not, right. you so, wouldn't have been able. So then how far away is he from Echo? He's right next to you. He is 30 feet from Sandira, and he's about 10 feet away from Arania. You're in a big room. Okay. I want to use Grasping Eldritch Blast to snatch him away from Cudgel, tell Arania to catch him, and then I'm face-stepping to him, and I'm ending this. This man's fucked with my family. Interesting. Interesting. So if you hit, if you, if you hit Castiel, that puts him failed two death saves, which will put him at one roll, and he's dead. Okay. He has an action readied. I need you to make an initiative roll versus him. Okay. He has a plus five. What I'll also do is I'll take my blade. It's out of my hands. He is not off guard in any way. Right. I he, just, know, he knows your relationship with the unicorns. He know, he's he's heard information on how you fight. He's still on guard 100%. Okay. The but, glow, but the glow's gone, you know. Yeah. I need to do an initiative roll. 19. Uh, 7. So as my hands go up, my cudgel, we just want our boy back. And then instantly, my hand goes like this. As soon as your hand goes like that, he starts to pull his dagger towards Castiel's neck, but you're just too quick on the draw. And when I hit him, I snatch and I say, Arania, catch. And that at that moment, I face step and I get right into his face. The glaive comes back. And I'm like... This is for Tarani. Jab it up through his sternum. Roll an attack. <laughs> with advantage. With yes. advantage. Sandir just said, I'll be your fucking Huckleberry. Does 19 hit? 19 definitely hits. And as I stab it up through his sternum, you can almost see the imprint of the blade come up through the front of his face as the power from the unicorn hair just pulses through and splits his face apart, singeing it. He starts to choke and gasp on the blade. It's it's bigger than us now, you know. You just lost a very 
power, powerful ally. <coughs> Good luck when you get back. You'll need it. And he slides down and chokes on his own blood and dies. Arania, do you do the um, poison thing? Yeah, so, yeah, so I catch Cassiel, and the moment that I have him, I drop down to the ground, pull down his mask, and put both my hands on his face. You to put cast. both on his face? <laughs> both hands on his face. <laughs> and as I, I I bring his face close to mine, forehead to forehead, as I cast um, protection from poison. I'm okay. immediately searching his body for what might look like an Castiel, antidote. Cassiel, roll me a death saving throw. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> 18. Awesome. Roll me one more constitution saving throw for the toxin. Wait, it's gone. She killed it. It's gone. All right. Does anybody have anything to heal Castiel? Yeah. I, all right. <laughs> yeah. Echo can just... Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Bit, podcast, let us all remember... The moment where I said, does anybody have anything to heal? And Echo acted like it was totally <laughs> obvious that they had something to heal. <laughs> they are anyway. Oh, my God. If I had a nickel for not that type of cleric that was said on yeah, this podcast. The it's, 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 it's said a lot. Like, to be fair, I say it a lot. All right. Yeah, no. Go for the so, heal. So as I look over and see Echo start to heal, and I've got the glaive in my hand and I start to glow again, I turn and look at the hidden daggers. And I'm just panting. I'm like, you see each one of them, the, the markings on them glow red and then they completely lose color and they drop dead. Hmm. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. It's just cure wounds. A little D eight, little D eight damage. Ryan gives damage. him, gives Cassie like a little pal and cheek. Hey, you're going to figure up. out what that D eight is. <laughs> I will. I'm going to go remember. sit down beside Cass. That is going to be uh, 13 fine. points. God damn. He's fine. Get up. <coughs> Good morning. How are you? Cass, don't be mad. I hit you again. <laughs> Thanks. Glad to have you back, bud. And now we sit in this dark room the four of you back together with these two dead individuals and their four lackeys with these weird markings and this humming device over where the portal once was. Mm. Echo's gonna go look at the device. Okay. Echo's gonna go look at the thing. And I'm gonna reach back out to my sister. Yep. The whole time that you've been like you were you were fading in and out, she's been like, Cass, Cass, you you've got to stay with me. Uh, I'm here. I, I'm okay. I pulled through. It's over. You son of a bitch, get over here so I can kick your ass myself. Uh, it's gonna be a minute. Sigh. I love you. Love you too. You fucking idiot. Is it? 16 on Echo's investigation. Well, the 16. You see that uh, there is a defense mechanism on the stone for if anybody tried to uh, remove it or anything like that, it'll cast a hellish rebuke. Um, but if you can get past that, you can remove the stone. I'm going to grab it. Cool. 
Do you, do you tell the class about it? <laughs> no, this. Oh. Why would Echo ever say anything before acting? <laughs> because <laughs> I have so much health. <laughs> make a make a dexterity saving throw. We love those. Echo also has a lot of health. That was a thirteen. Which is what I hate the most. <laughs> uh, thirteen fails. Yeah. Twenty-four damage. Echo drops. <laughs> what the? F- oh, God. <laughs> As this uh, echo reaches out and goes to touch it, and <gasps> echo is crispy. I go, oh my God. Cass, give me a second, and I walk over to Echo. I put my hand on their shoulder and I dump my last two uh, healing words into them. <laughs> you kept two. Nice. That's five. <laughs> thanks. As Echo says thanks, a puff of smoke comes out of their mouth. You good? I fixed it. You know what? You did great. Good for you. Uh, as I walk back over, I, as uh, as they're like, I fixed it. The portal opens back up. I go over to where Cass is. Seven or eight different sets of hands reach through the portal and grab all of you and pull you through. Uh, You are surrounded by these people that are here to celebrate you and love you and have this this deserved rest. So we do like the brotherly, like the brother arm shake. We grab each other's forearms and I go... Sandcastle for the win. Oh, Sandcastle. I like that. And I put a hand on Arania's shoulder. I'm like, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Of course. I hate to be that person. We forgot something important. Castiel. What? We've got a big Vistari problem, and I... Just remembered that. I don't have the energy. We might need it. After we sleep. Yeah. I agree. I laid down. (laughs) I just laid, plopped down beside Castiel. I'm like, yeah, Sandcastle. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And uh, as you guys sort of plop, um, uh, do you fall like do you pass out from like exhaustion or like a party you get to <laughs> oh i i feel like i got literally carried on two people's shoulders yeah and you just kind of drop me <laughs> and i just kind of pass out right there my eyes shoot back open i only got hit like once hold on <laughs> i was gonna say you sure fine let's party uh, honestly castiel got fucked in comparison echo also, surprisingly, right there at the end, got fucked. But that was out of choice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll bring you some food, bud. Simon and Sionic are going to grab you uh, from the exhaustion um, and take you to somewhere to sleep. Maybe the recovery room? Yeah, sure. The recovery room. What was the room that y'all were helping in? That was at the... Um, oh, infirmary. no, that's the... Yeah. yeah, you fucking idiot. I'm thinking of the wrong plane. Yeah, but you're yep. also thinking of an infirmary. Yeah, I'm talking about a G6, and you're over here in a G5. <laughs> Sorry. That's a plane joke, guys. Welcome to Gulfstream. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, a little while later, I think, after some rest, uh, you wake up, and Psionic is there. She hasn't left your side. A couple other people... Uh, I'm assuming the rest of you have kind of partaken in some festivities. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot to behold. 
There's food and celebration. There's a whole parade going through the ta- the city, uh, celebrating the return of the men uh, that left the lost the tribe of lost men. Oh damn! There's the name. Came in right there at the end. Clutch. What What do you think Echo, Arania, and Sandira are doing during this time? I think we're just well. Sandira is just partaking in the festivities. Um, and as the dudes come back, you know, get up there and welcome them back too. I just met them like an hour ago and there's just been a lot happening. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was us too. <laughs> Woo. Um, Arania is sitting like on top of a table with her legs crossed with, I guess, other people around her. And she's telling the grave story about everything she did. <laughs> Fuck right. the rest of you. She did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's kind of like um, bragging and boasting about all of her conquests and all that. That's so cool. I love it. That's great. What does Echo do? Echo has found a bottle of whatever it is everyone is drinking mm-hmm. and has found somewhere to sit. Mm-hmm. And Echo's just processing all of the really important shit that hasn't been able to actually get processed yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Finally starting to unpack some yeah, of that there's a lot. There's a lot of shit that has happened to Echo specifically that it's been, we'll deal with it later, it's going in the vault. Mm-hmm. So it's silent, like eyes kind of like disassociated. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Completely zonked out. Yeah. Got it. Um, a lot of the men that have come back have come to find their wives, Uh, and are celebrating and having the best time with them. There's a lot of dancing uh, and re-courting. Amicus meets back up with his wife and uh, gives her the lovings she deserves. That's a pair of tens, right? Like... Oh yeah, yeah. For okay, sure. cool, 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 cool. I, I wanted to verify that. I knew that deep like in my soul. Prom queen, prom king. Yeah, that's yeah. a pair of tens right there. <laughs> I, think, I think Amicus talks to Knox at some point, and he's like, "Hey." Let that boy of yours know. He did good out there. We, we, uh, think him and I work pretty well together. <laughs> cuts back to, <laughs> cuts back to, I'm going to climb the window. <laughs> I assume we're going to sneak in, Castiel. Let's fight at the front. <laughs> <sighs> you can't kill him. Oh. Knox looks at Amicus and shakes his hand and goes, Thank you, brother. I am. Appreciate you. Always. And uh, he gives you a hug. And he says, Now go enjoy that wife of yours. It's been too long. <sighs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, Castiel wakes up. Psionic is there. <gasps> All right. <laughs> I hate when you do that. Punches him. <laughs> well, um, there's a lot of festivities going on in your name. Uh, might be able to find yourself some nice little shadow elf female if you're interested. Uh, they love heroes down here. You want his potent ass to go fuck somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I'm all down for the festivities, but uh, I think I'll put a hold on that part of the festivities for a minute. Okay. Well, you seemed kind of antsy about getting out of Lunas through the portal. Did you want to go back and 
Was there something you forgot? There's some bigger things at play here. Cudgel and Crookjaw are only pawns in something bigger. Mm-hmm. And if we don't want this to ever happen to anyone else, other children, part of me wants me to make sure it doesn't ever happen again. I will find my way back home. But I won't have... I, I couldn't sleep a full night knowing that there's something I could have done. Do you think we should go back and check and see if they have anything important on them? I can open that shit back up, dog. I'm powerful. <laughs> she, like, emits, like, this massive light and is like, I don't feel a thing. And Simon starts stretching. I feel like a brand new man. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I think it might be smart to see if there was something on them that could point us in the right direction. Let's go check real quick. Simon, you want to come? Sure. Cool. She leans in, gives you a kiss on the lips. All of a sudden, all of this weariness and weighed down feeling that you've had immediately cleansed from you. It's like you were moments before you died. Nothing. Nothing's changed. I feel alive again. No, uh, sorry, 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 uh. I feel great. (laughs) Okay. Making out with an energizer bunny. All right. She walks (laughs) you guys down to the room where the portal is. Zoom, zoom, Sally Bim. And the door opens up. You see the two dead bodies there. And you also see the professor. The one that was working on the portal. Not not the professor you know. A different professor. Not Doc. Yeah, not Doc. The professor. Two different guys. Remind me of this professor again. He's the guy that was working on the portals down here. Oh. Getting him up and running. Yeah, there was the whole, like, will he help us? Won't he help us? No, I come back. He's like, well, I'll make up your fucking mind. Yeah. And he looks like he's down there looking at the bodies, uh, specifically the, the four that were that just kind of dropped. Mm. Professor? Hello. Uh, good to see the portal works good. Yeah, what, what are you doing here? Well, uh, just doing a little bit of scientific investigation, if you will. What have you found so far? I found four dead guys with a bunch of runes on them. <laughs> is he telling the truth? Yeah. Is he, does it feel like he's <laughs> holding back anything is what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, rolling insight. That's a nat 20 for 22. He is definitely hesitant to share some information. Professor, you telling me everything? Well, the thing is, they got all these marks from these uh, hellish runes that uh, just don't really make sense to be here. But, um... They looked like they were some kind of controls from some kind of great devil. A great devil. Right. And if I'm right, and he walks over to Cudgel and turns his hand and he, he's like, there it is. And he turns the hand over and there's this big sigil on his hand. And he goes... That's the mark of Bahamut right there. Bahamut? Do I know anything of Bahamut? 
Um, he's not a dragon God in this world. Um, maybe, you know, some kind of lore about devils. Uh, do you think Castiel would have been a scholar of hell planes at any point? Um, he is proficient in history. It's possible he Go came across give it. it a roll. Give it a roll. Then he may have came across it in passing. And there's a, I don't think it probably would have been like yeah. significant. Nine. So yeah, probably just you've, something he, you've read that Bahamut is a greater devil that is known for controlling the mind. Yeah. I think I've, I've read something, uh, something about he was some de- devil or something. A, a lot of like mind control type stuff. Right. He, uh, uh, story goes he controlled uh, a whole religious faction that all were convinced that he was some good lord and then they went on a crusade that killed thousands and eventually it was found out that he was a devil in disguise well uh you mind if i take one of these guys with me and he's pointing at one of the four peons go ahead cool thanks and he goes to start dragging one he's like three feet tall (laughs) he's like and he gives a little clap and goes belarus come forth and this giant uh, robotic husky runs through woof woof (laughs) woof and he attaches the body to the back of Belarus and hops on and goes, oh, yeah. And they go running off. That's the last you see of him. And now you are there with cudgel and crook jaws corpses and a dragonborn arm. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, Simon, uh, sorry, if y'all can help me, just whatever you find on them, let's just put it on in a pile and go through it. Sure. Uh, roll me an investigation for Simon. Nat 20. Fuck you. I was like, yeah, it's a flat roll for Psionica too. It's a 10. Not that great. 17. Okay, cool. You go looking through. Uh, you find a note that is filled with these scribblings and etchings. And at the bottom, it says Elaine. And it has like a feather in the signature. And you can read it. Because it's in Thieves' Camp, which means that you can. It says, you must get rid of Aranya and her group. They cannot come back and cause me any more trouble. If you do, I will ensure that the Hidden Daggers and the Vishtari's Alliance continues on. If you can capture Aranya alive, good. Because I'd prefer to kill her myself. And then underneath that, you can read Elaine with a feather. It doesn't say Elaine with a feather. There's Elaine and then a feather. And then you find an antidote for that poison. And you find one more vial of that poison. It is a vial of nerve decay. And Simon, while you're investigating, uh, we'll say that you were on cudgel. He was on crook jaw. While you're investigating, you see you find a picture on Crookjaw's person. And in that picture, a younger Crookjaw and two little shadow elves. 
and he's got a hand on the back of either one of them. It looks like clasped around the shoulder a little too tightly, and he's doing this crooked smile at the camera or the picture, whatever, whatever took this picture. And both of the elves look very scared, but they are putting on this fake terrified smile. Oh no. What's up now? Um, do what you will with this. And I hand it to Castillo. And you see a picture, uh, taken from a long time ago of you and Sionica the day that you stole. You see that it's a picture of both of you after you basically swore yourselves into the hidden daggers to make up for your quote-unquote wrongdoings. Sai, you want the honors? No, I don't think I do. Hmm. I fold it up and put it in my pocket. Hmm. Okay. I guess that's fine. I don't know what I want to do with it yet. I'm sure you'll hopefully find something useful for it for sure. Anything else? You guys see anything? Yeah, I'm going to take one of those big fangs out of Crookjaw's mouth. Okay. Pop. Cool. You take one of his teeth. Do you take his arm? No, I just... Leave it all there to rot. As he's over there, he goes, "Hey, uh, is that the is that the arm with the the rune etched into it, laying on the ground?" No, uh, Cudgel is the one that had the rune etched into his hand. Well, it might be useful to sketch that down somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. you can you can take the hand if you want. Pull out my scimitar, swing. And Simon pulls out a little Ziploc bag. <laughs> uh, Don't ask questions. Kajal all of a sudden goes, holy fuck! I was just playing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. You get you get the hand with the mark of Bahamut. I guess that's all we're gonna glean from here. Let's go. Ha- let's go have some fun. Let's stop dawdling in the past. She puts a hand out to you. I take her hand, and she puts out a hand to Simon. I slap his hand away. Behave. And she takes both your hands and goes, ready? And here we go. And she starts skipping forward. We skip along. We're just going to run all the way back. <laughs> no, there's a portal oh, open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <we're laughs> yeah. Whip. There I, hate, it is. I hate this. There's a portal open. And then it closes. Your your original portal, your original making fun of me portal noise was better than the actual portal noise I made. Yeah. You guys go through the portal and everybody has a wonderful couple of days. That night I do go up to Arania. Are you feeling better? Yeah. Thanks to you. I'm glad you're not dead. Your best friend owes me money, though. My best friend. Don't worry about it. Owes you money. Don't worry about it. How much does he owe you? Uh, we'll say 15 gold. I'll give you 30. Oh. <laughs> I'll take it. But, <laughs> but I actually do give you 30 gold. <laughs> but I do. Thank you. I couldn't have done that without any of you, but the reason I'm not dying of poison. Uh, speaking of poison, I... I found this vial. 
I, it seems to be in your wheelhouse. Maybe you could figure out a way to use it to your advantage or even recreate it and whatever's coming forward, you, maybe you can figure out how to use this for good instead of the evil they were using it for. And I also have an antidote. Maybe we could recreate this stuff. But it's not my wheelhouse. I'll take it. Um, You're very smart to give this to me, actually. And she takes it and she um puts it in the very few compartments that she has on her body. <laughs> she, she puts it in her titty pocket, actually. You see spider legs come out and slowly pull it down. <laughs> oh, I love that. One spider per vial. Mm. Tucked up in your titties. Mm. Ooh. Spitties. <laughs> Tiders. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll I will most definitely be sure to look into this and see what it is. Um, did you all find anything interesting? There was a note on one of the bodies. It uh it read Actually, you know what? I'm just going to hand you the note. I think it's better if you just read it yourself. Isn't it these kit? Oh, it's in these kit. You don't want to do the note and you read Elaine with a feather underneath it. I transcribe it She's for getting- you. That way you can read it in your own personal time. At this point, could have just read it out loud. <laughs> She, I mean, well, she's she takes it and she's just gonna read it right there because she's like, okay. Do you remember what it said? Yes. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> and Along the lines of you have to get rid of Arania and her group. They cannot cause any more trouble. If you do, I'll ensure the alliance with the Vistari and the Hidden Daggers. Oh. And then something about capturing you alive. Hmm. And um, at this point... Arena starts, uh, she starts laughing. And laughing soon turns into a hysterical, almost maniac laugh as she clutches her stomach and almost bends over. And she looked towards the sky and she's like, oh, this is going to be wonderful. Who is this Elaine? My, my dear sweet sister. As Arena was reading the note both spiders came crawling out and also read along and as you start to kind of hysterically laugh one of them one of them is all for it and is so excited and there's another one that uh is trying to bring you down from that and keep you grounded after the laugh after i was like oh it's my my dear sweet sister and i um start talking um using cat uh cast speak with animals and i'm just like mom the family's getting back together again when you cast speak with animals do you feel like you say the words and normal people would be able to hear what you're saying normally uh but the magic converts it into like spider for the things or like to the spider you're talking to so like would castiel be able to understand what you're saying is what I'm trying to figure out. Yes. I don't know if he knows if I'm talking to the spiders or not. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just want to see if you he look hears. like you're talking to your teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Which Ronnie is always talking doing. to yeah. my titties. It's and weird you named your left titty mom. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, 
I think that night as Sandira turns in, he uh, makes his staff go away. Actually, very important thing for Sandira. As you make that staff go away, all of a sudden you hear in your pocket, bring, 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 bring. Oh, yeah. Zoom call. Um. Oh, I forgot he upgraded this thing, and it's like ringing, and I'm like turning it over, and I finally see a little thing that looks like a button. I go, ching, ching. Yeah. Hey, Sandy, are you good? Oh, Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is my little pillow guy all right? All right. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, big news. Uh, We killed Crookjaw and Cudgel. Okay. Oh, I found Castiel. Uh, he's alive. Oh, oh, good. That's that's awesome, actually. And of course, Echo is here with us, and we're all we're good. I mean, he did almost die uh, when we were fighting, but it's fine. I hit him again, and I'll explain it. But okay, yeah. Um, and we're we're back in Noctis, uh, and we're just we were being celebrated, and I probably just gonna tuckered out, man. Okay, well. I mean, we're we're ready whenever you guys are. Just no rush. Enjoy the time. You guys deserve it. You've been working hard, and when you're ready, we'll we'll crack this puppy back open for you. Okay. Um, mom and dad, good. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they're good. Oh, I know what that means. Okay, next next topic. I'm gonna throw up. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um. The unicorns got really hyper for a minute there. I'm assuming it had something to do with you. Yeah, we were... It was a hell of a fight, Tyrion. You should have seen it. Uh, I'm, forgive me, I'm not necessarily super excited about, like, murdering people, but, like, I didn't think you were either, but I think you've, you've changed a little, bud. Nothing wrong with it. But I think you're, uh, I don't know if you can go back to just hanging around town. What What do you mean? I don't know, dude. I just feel like you've kind of outgrown that pond. I yeah. mean, look at you. You saved one plane from giants and another plane from a notoriously evil thieves guild. And you just talked about how awesome it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I've just been so bent on getting rid of these guys that, like, I don't know. I never stopped to think about that. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But yeah, I've just you've changed a lot, man. Uh, regardless of how you might see the changes, proud of you. You did a great job, man. No one else could have done it except for you guys. Thank you, and I'm I'm really excited to see you guys again, and we can, I don't know, maybe take a breather, just hang out for a day, like, I really miss that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe we can actually take, like, a tour of the wilds and... That'd be awesome. You know Mom would love it. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, man. Well, have fun. Yeah. You deserve it, man. Thank you, and thanks for all your help. I'll, uh... I'll let you know when we're ready. Love you, bitch. Hangs up. 
<laughs> Holds his middle finger up at the sending stone, like, eh, take that. And he puts it away. And as he um as he sits down on his little bedroll, bed, whatever he's doing, he's thinking about what Tyrion said. And um, you know, he, he considers like you know, maybe maybe that's the end of having to take a life. They didn't deserve to be here, but I could I could do without that for a little while. And I'm just thinking back to the fight. Like I didn't I don't feel like I relied on my magic that much. I just went at him and it worked out pretty well. Maybe I'll consider what he said. Maybe I'll consider what Kalamesh was talking about. Maybe it is time for me to find my own footing. I'll sleep on it. Same castle. Echo? What is going to bed like for Echo tonight? Echo might be a little drunk. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's a exhausted, confused, frustrated, exceptionally frustrated drunk stumble to wherever they've said that like our, our people can go sleep. Perfect. It's... It's nothing controlled like it usually is. Right. You go walking through one of the doors. Mm -hmm. When you open the door, it opens back to that massive library where you met Kelimvor, Tyr, and another god. The pain one. Ilmater. Yeah. Correct. And now the room is a mess. There are books everywhere. There's a little bit of fire caught on one of the curtains. And the big comfy chair, the, the big uncomfortable chair has been pushed over. There's no one in here currently. And you hear a bit of yelling from one of the hallways. Of course. There's always there's always something. There's always something, isn't there? There just can't just be a moment. There can't ever just be time. There's always something. And as Echo is just fucking mumbling to themselves, they go following the noise. Mm-hmm. As you follow the noise, it gets louder and louder. And you just hear yelling. <sighs> Back in there, you. And as you follow, you see uh, Kellenvor in his big fuzzy robe <laughs> on the torture rack that Ilmater had. He is now uh, being kind of absorbed by this black ichor that you kind of passed on to him. And uh, Tyr looks like he's taking some kind of some kind of brand and just kind of poking it into him. And they couldn't be paying less attention to you. In fact, as you're looking at them, you kind of look back to yourself and you feel like you look small and look back up. And they're like 10 times the size of you working on this. And uh, someone comes walking up to you and goes, how you doing? are you name's jace i'm uh 
MTS champion. I'm assuming you're Echo, judging by all the scales. Clearly. Pleasure. Um, yeah. Not looking good for your man over there. What What's happening? Uh, they're working to make some kind of barriers and charms. Tears doing his best with what he's got, but that crotchety old Ilmata, <laughs> I don't see how he can help much. And then another person comes up and they say, Don't judge Ilmata, okay? He's a good man. He's bearing the pain of everyone around him. And you hear crack as a cat of nine tails lashes his back. Hey, pleasure to meet you, Echo. Name's Don. Uh-huh. Well, this has been a pleasure. Um, the, mm, you know, this is, this is great. This is fantastic. This, what is it? Well, uh. It seems like you might have infected your god with a curse from another god. Huh? Yeah. Uh, it's not looking too good for him, but uh, Oil Modder is definitely uh, taking a lot of the pain from him with that rack. And you see uh, the rack slowly pulls some of the ichor away, and you see that some of it gets put onto Ill Modder. But he, something about Ill Modder and the way that his his power works he's able to kind of shrug off this icker but he can't every for every ounce that he pulls off another ounce forms um can can i just go touch it they're really big <laughs> right now uh but yeah you can definitely go and touch it if you'd like because like if, if, if absorption's the thing right yeah and i did it if i can take it i can fix it right it's uh in this current it's, state, it looks like a lot more than you took on. Right. But yeah, but you it's, can definitely it's, try. It's the two plus two is fish. Of course, of course. Yeah. As you go to start walking up, Jace goes, I don't think that's maybe the best idea. Hey man, she they're the champion. So uh you gotta let them do what they gotta do, you know, especially when it comes to their deity. Fair enough, Don. Right, do what you want, Echo. Let's see what you got. And you walk up to this uh, massive skyscraper-like yeah. form of your deity. Um, and you walk up to his big toe. <laughs> which is this pool of dark black ichor uh, that shines like oil. And you feel bubbling from it yeah it, i imagine it would just be the same thing that echo's always done which is the brute force radiant energy mm -hmm. just let me burn through like my own limits right okay cool you reach out and you attempt to start pulling this power immediately you see this radiant energy coming from calibor and it's siphoning into into echo if you were always on a plane with your God, this is how it would always look. Mm -hmm. This is the power that they have channeling through you. This, this ichor that is overpowering even your God and two other gods, you attempt to push through it and you clear 
this small space on the toe. And then the ichor forms back around. And you feel it start pulling you in. Mm -hmm. What goes through Echo's mind in that instant? Feet are getting planted. Mm -hmm. It's pure stubborn willpower. It's the only thing that's ever kept Echo going. I, I will not fall. This is my place. The ichor begins to envelop you and it gets thicker and thicker and it's pulling you and pulling you and your feet just won't move. You are enshrouded in a darkness and just as quick as that flash of darkness happens, a massive engulfing of light happens to the room and you feel another hand on your other shoulder. The room flashes bright. Everyone's eyes are flat for intents and purpose flash banged and for a moment are blinded and you open your eyes back up and to either side of you are the king of shadows and the queen of light. Each one of them looks at you and smiles and then they put their hands together and pour this magic into Kelimvor through you. And the ichor on his body gets more compact and more compact until it is on a very small dot in the center of his chest. One of them pulls out, puts the compacted ichor in, locks it, and puts it back on the chest. Well, we've done what we can. Yeah, that's right, honey. We have we have done what we can do. Hey, kid. Thanks for getting people to believe in us again. One of the other the other one goes. Yeah, hon. Really appreciate what you did for us. Everything around you is frozen at this moment. She goes. Now that locket right there, it's gonna be good for uh for a while, but it's not gonna be permanent. At some point, it's going to break. It's not going to be good when it does, so I hate to say it, but I think you're on another quest to fix it. Could be bad for the whole pantheon, honestly. Which which god was it? Which which? What am I dealing with? Mm. They try and peer into it and go, it's definitely some god of trickery, some god of uh, a chaotic nature, because it's very... Impossible to track, of course. But anyway, you need to find something quick. We'll give you what we can. And I, I appreciate it. I okay. We'll help old Kelly Belly out. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Come here, you two. And Jace and Don come walking up. Jace does this like very respectable, just honorable bow. Mm-hmm. And uh Don prostrates himself in front of them, uh, lashing his back again. Now, you two got to help because this could mean big no-nos for everyone here, all right? Yeah. It could be real bad. So uh, make sure you're all working together. All right? Sounds good? Sounds good. Not not to look at that, you know, a gift horse in the mouth. Um, I didn't do anything. Uh, 
Did I say you did anything? No, this is the, we're gonna we're gonna backtrack to the getting people to believe in you again. I haven't done anything. You protected our champion. Huh? And his sister. Uh, now we need to focus. Focused. Uh, don't forget you, you three, teamwork. And the King of Shadows waves his hand. Your eyes go black as if you blinked, but you definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you are laying up in a bed mm-hmm. in the shadow world. <laughs> I want to say shadow realm so bad. Oh, but no. In Noctis. Very drunk. Uh, still. Yeah. Where's Castiel? Who knows? <laughs> Castiel, what is the end of your night like? I'm thinking, I don't know, drink it with the boys. It's Simon, yeah. Amicus, <laughs> Knox, uh, Sandira, wow. and Cass. Wasted. All just sitting around this little round table. Hell yeah. Just going drink for drink, telling stories, and Cass and Sandira reliving that moment and... Simon just, goes, just boys night drinking at the table. Oh, I'm such a lightweight. And Sandira goes, I gave you water. <laughs> <laughs> and Amicus goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and just and like a Knox leans over to Amicus and goes, I switched out his water. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> I want to crash boys night so bad. There's, there's like the, uh, Simon and Cass are sitting next to each other and Sandir's on the other side of Cass and there's like, Cass is like getting drunk and he just smooches Simon on the cheek and be like, I love you, man. Turns a little red. I'm saving myself for your sister. Like like a brother. Like a brother. Oh, I know. Come here, guy. Is Sionica allowed in this group? I mean, yeah, they're welcome to crash it. I'm just saying that's probably like at some point there ended up being a boys' table, and if they come up, they come up. It's not cool. going to crash the party. I think at some point Sionica does come up. Yeah, absolutely. Something that they uh, didn't have the luxury of doing for a long time, a genuine, just relaxed, not survival party. And that goes off without a hitch. I just assume you're going to do the outro at these points now. If there's a solid one at the end of one that doesn't miss any of the marks, keep right. it. Here we go. Hey, we got. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might actually just be the outro. <laughs> Hey, it's Tyler, and personally, I don't think funny business is funny enough. We sincerely hope you enjoyed the mid-season finale of Season 1 of Legends in Training. This is what it's all led to. Of course, now there are even more questions. What's up with Bahamut? Why did Cudgel say they were losing a powerful ally? I guess that'll have to be answered once we return to Thistleheim. We will be taking a short break from this story over the next few uploads. We'll be playing a short-form campaign ran by our very own Dakota who plays Castiel. We'll be taking a journey through Mavala, an entirely original campaign setting. This gives us a chance to dip into something new and fresh, and also gives Zach a chance to be in the player's seat for once. And of course, we'll be jumping right back into Thistleheim shortly after that.
We'll also be taking a small break from uploading to give, well, yours truly a bit of a breather as well. The first episode of Mavala will go live three to four weeks from now, depending on scheduling. To stay up to date and to know when that drops for sure, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Legend. Wherever you happen to be listening, be sure to comment, like, share, subscribe, whatever you can do to help push us in the algorithms. It's such a huge help and we greatly appreciate everyone who's been doing that already. We see it. And we like it. Until next time, when we see you in Mavala, we are Legends in Training. What issues do you have with him? That I don't have them. Oh my god. <laughs> for those of the uh, those playing the drinking game at home, that is another shot for Arania being horny. And then not going to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I was supposed to be saying Crookjaw. Crookjaw was the one we saw with the crown. No, it was Cudgel. Fair. Okay. Cudgel was on y'all's side. Crookjaw was on Castiel's side. Okay, because she said Crookjaw, and it confused me. Then, then <laughs> Phoenix fucked up. Okay. I said a name? <laughs> no, I said the name. I said you saw Crookjaw. Yeah. You saw Cudgel? Cudgel? Yeah. <laughs> um, honest, honestly... <laughs> I didn't know where we were going with that. Go ahead and spit the drink back out, folks. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a retake. <clears throat> Wait, do it again. No, it's fine. Tyler can just cut in the, you saw cudgel? And you then saw you just cudgel. do your thing. Can I hear you just say, like, cudgel a couple times? Cudgel? And then do a longer, more drawn out one? Cudgel. There it is. Now do horny. Cudgel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got you the three options. I got it. Cool, I got cool, it. Cool, 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 cool.